Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty how silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver... The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. A gusty wind swept across the Missouri River and drove a cold and slanting rain onto the sodden town of Willow Landing. Tonto faithful Indian companion of the Lone Ranger, made his way carefully through the darkness of a narrow, twisting street. Suddenly, he sensed, rather than saw, the figures of two men struggling on the wooden sidewalk a few yards ahead. A moment later, the sound of a weak cry made him drop the sack he was carrying and rush forward. You're not going to... Yeah, see you, Fussel. Yeah, you're not do that. Try to fix you. Oh! Wait a... An injured... You meddling red skin? Uh, no. Oh. You'll not learn first time, huh? Well, I'll be back. Oh. You hurt. I use the knife. I'm not important, but... Oh. No, I guess it's no use trying to tell an Indian. You wouldn't understand. Oh, Tonto, friend, me help. You look like 
Good Indian, but... Oh. Oh. That same fellow, him come back. No, Better we go. No, no use. I'm afraid. If I move, no, you I'll won't fight. Trying to carry you. Oh, oh. Me carry. Right here's where he fell. Yeah, I don't see anything. I tell you, this is where it happened. And the redskin put it in, and I. He's gone. What? That's impossible. He fell over like a stuck hog. There's nothing I... here now except this. What's that? Sack full of bacon, beans, and corn. Ah, the engine must have been carrying it. What do I care about a redskin? We spotted this Spencer, James. You were supposed to drop him. I did. Yeah, but he got up and walked away. He still carried enough evidence to hang all of us. The only thing to do now is to get the boys together down at the landing. Keep our ears cocked for a whistle. Listen, what was that? Maybe it's the engine. Maybe he helped Spencer get up. Well, and... trail him. Get a horse and trail him. How can I trail him? How can you trail anything in a rainstorm like this? The sign was. All up. right, all right. Go down to the warehouse and tell everybody to keep their ears and eyes open. Yeah, you can do that, can't you? Sure, Jimmy. Well, then I... get a move on. Tonto set out at an easy pace, mindful of the wounded man he carried in the saddle. The storm abated gradually, and before long, as the two men rode out into the open country, the sky cleared. Realizing that the wounded man needed immediate attention, Tonto urged Scout into a faster pace. Within a short time, he arrived at the camp, which he shared with the Lone Ranger. Oh, Scout. Oh, fella. Oh, oh fella. That storm was pretty bad, Tonto. I don't blame you for waiting in town until you... What's that? A fella in fight. Him hurt bad. Me bring him here. Here. Let me help you lift him. Uh-huh. Let's carry him over near the fire. How did it happen? Who is he? There. He'll rest easy on the blanket. Uh, me not know him. He's the other fellow used knife. Where, and... where have you brought me out? Well, lie still, man. You'll see how badly you're hurt. Oh, mask. You're wearing a mask. So you double-crossed me, didn't you, Indian? No, no, me not double-crossed you. Said you. You said you'd take me to a friend. Oh, not another outlaw. You are among friends, but you're wounded, so you'd better save your strength, not try to talk. I have to talk. I'm... I've hurt inside. Won't last very long. <laughs> Maybe even an outlaw like you. Think it off of your country. Easy. Or... Take it easy, man. <laughs> my pocket. Look. In my pocket. You mean this? A packet with uh, this one? Please. Please, I'm begging you. Take it to... Linda May. Oh, on the river. You understand? Yes. Don't worry. I'll do it. <laughs> Listen... Listen for another whistle, like... Like... This little brass whistle tied to the packet? Yes. Oh, but but watch out. Oh, watch out for Jesse Flynn. He... he... Feller die? Yes, Tonto, he's gone. Well, as soon as daybreak comes, you take his body into the corner at Willow Landing. Ah. And what do you think Feller's name? There's any way of finding out unless... Oh, wait a minute. This packet wrapped in oil skin with a little brass whistle tied to it. Hmm. I can understand now why he wanted these papers delivered at all costs. What them say? The first one is a letter. It's addressed to the President of the United States. Oh. That's plenty important. Says, dear Mr. President, as commissioned, I have conducted a thorough investigation of the illegal traffic in firearms and alcohol throughout the territory. 
The attached folio contains documentary proof of the guilt of the men involved. I'm sure my identity is known to these men. Therefore, I will meet Miss Merrill of our department at Willow Landing. Respectfully yours, signed George Spencer, special agent. That means dead color, lawman, huh? Yes, more than that, Tonto. He was a president, special agent. Now, the girl he spoke of, Linda May, must be the Miss Merrill referred to in this letter. And where we find her? Well, he said, on the river, and to listen for another whistle like this one. Tonto, not savvy. <sighs> Neither do I. So we're going to be at Willow Landing tomorrow morning and do some investigating. that night, several men, ever on the alert, moved up and down the riverfront at Willow Landing. A heavy fog hung over the river, but the hunt for Spencer, whose death was still unknown, went on unceasingly. It was dawn when Jesse Flynn, who waited in the waterfront warehouse for his men to bring in Spencer, looked up as one of the men entered. Hey, boss. Hey. What are you doing here at the warehouse? Didn't I tell you and the rest of the boys yeah. to stay down at the... We've been strung out along the river all night. Nothing's happened. Art sent me up to tell you. And stay there and keep your ears open, all of you. That Spencer hombre got away from us once. It can't happen again. Yeah, but it's tough to spot something when you don't know what you're listening a for. A whistle, or... some kind of a whistle. Every boat tied up at the landing's got a whistle on it. How are we no, going to tell? Oh, it's not that kind. It must be something that's small enough to carry or else we'd have heard that. Jesse, the sun's up. The fog's lifting and I just What do it. I care about sun or river fog? All you hombres are supposed to stay down there at the landing, not run up here with weather reports. I know, Jesse, As but I... you ought to know this much. A federal lawman is going to meet somebody at the landing. Now, we've got to stop him. And that's more than you did last night. All the muddle-headed Wait. loco... Will you listen to what I'm trying to tell you? The redskin. The one that stepped in last night. I just saw him again. Now! Redskin, what do you mean? He was leading a couple of saddle horses along the riverbank. I know it's the same engine Indians, that... Indians, horses. What's that got to do with Spencer? And then he meets a tall gent that wears a black mask. Now, of all the local stories Wait, I ever Jesse. heard... The fog was pretty thick. But I could see that every once in a while, the mask armory would stop and blow a whistle. What? Must be Spencer, the lawman. No, he's taller than Spencer, but he's... He's sure... blowing a whistle. He's the critter we're looking for. Where are the rest of the boys? They're waiting down there. I couldn't figure it out, so I thought I'd better come up here first. Ah, and... we're wasting time. Come on, both of you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger and Tonto arrived at Willow Landing. A short distance from the river, they stopped, and the masked rider of the plains took the little brass whistle which he had received from the dying government agent from his pocket. At frequent intervals, he blew it. Both he and Tonto listened intently for a response, but hearing nothing. Finally... No luck so far, Tonto. I'll try again. Ah. Uh. Uh, Spencer mentioned Linda May and the river and listened for another whistle. I thought... Uh, no, I must be wrong. Well, where do you think maybe other whistle come from? I don't know, Tonto. There are at least a dozen boats tied up down there at the landing. Maybe Linda May was supposed to meet Spencer here, then go aboard a boat. Eddie Silver. <coughs> well, you not fine, girl. What we do? I'm going to try the whistle again at closer range. Right down to the landing near those warehouses. 
Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Don't go away. See River plenty good now. Yes, Toto. Trouble is, we don't know exactly what we're looking for unless... Kimasabi. You hear it? Yes, I... Wait a minute. I think it's from someone aboard that stern wheeler at the end of the landing. Oh. We'll ride down there and see. Look, big gang, you guns. No, Tonto. We're mounted and they aren't. I think we can get away. Head for the boat down there. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Oh, Silver. Oh, 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 oh. The gang flanks down. Steady. Uh-huh. the captain of this packet? Captain and owner. And I don't like mask critters. Forget the mask. I'm here on a special mission for the United States government. I oh, have to... Oh, so you're the Jasper that's kept me tied up here for over 12 hours. If you say so. Say, who's in that pack of lead slinging hyenas chasing you? Oh, I haven't the slightest idea. Well, I've been paid for the job and I might as well go through with it. Mr. Macy! Aye, sir! Ship that gangplank. We're going to hit the channel. Aye, sir! Now, oh, wait a minute. My friend and our horses travel with me. Otto, bring the horses aboard. Hurry! Ah. Horses? There was nothing in my agreement. If you don't shove off, Captain, we'll have to stand and fight. Daisy! Ship that plank and cast off! I'm going up to the wheelhouse. That's Jesse Flynn. Was he the gent who was chasing you? Jesse Flynn, huh? Boy, he's one of the biggest shippers on the river. I've got to. You'd better go on up to the wheelhouse, Captain, and swing this boat into mid-channel. I don't. All right. Mr. Macy! If you can dodge the lead that's flying around here, show this masked critter to the cabin where that young lady's waiting. Oh, you better leave her up. Use the rifles, boy. Get on the way, Captain. I'll take care of this. Take the horses back of that stack of cordwood, son of a... Ah, that's what you think. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. 
As the Lone Ranger stood on the riverboat's lower deck and traded lead with Jesse Lynch and his gunslingers, Captain Wilkes swung the craft toward the mid-channel and pointed her bow downstream. Hold it, boys! Hold it! Wilson's got to tie that tub up at Jackson's Cove. We'll meet him there. Get some horses and light up. Hello. Our silver's got all right. They didn't get hit. No. There's plenty of room for horses. Other side of Woodstack. Good. Quite a fight, wasn't it? I've never seen anyone faster than you with a pair of guns. Oh, uh, you're Mr. Macy, the mate. Our first mate engineer, the whole crew, I guess. We'd already shipped a cargo of cordwood for Jackson's Coal before Miss... Well, before the young lady hired the captain to wait for you. I see. She must have heard all the shooting, but stayed in her cabin for safety's sake. You wish to see her now, sir? Uh, Yes, by all means. Follow me. Oh, by the way, how far is Jackson's Cove from here? Just a few miles downriver. We'll put in there in less than an hour. Maybe. Here we are. This is the young lady's cabin. Oh, Jack, I heard the shooting, but I thought it best to... Oh. I think this is the gentleman you've been waiting for. Mask. Well, you're not... I mean... Did uh, you blow the whistle I heard on shore a few minutes ago? I don't see any necessity for the mask. Uh, Did you? I'll ask you the same question. And I'll answer it this way. Here, see this whistle? Oh, thank heaven. For a moment, I wasn't sure who you were. Won't you come in? Thank you. I, I'll see you later, Jack. Sure. I'll stoke up the boiler and then come back. You have the packet? Yes, I do. Give it to me. You might as well take off the mask. No one will see you here. Well, that's true, but I'd rather leave my mask on. Well, what are you waiting for? Give me the packet. In just a moment. First, I'd like to see the mate to this little brass whistle I have. Right here, on the chain around my neck. I'll even blow it for you. Good. I'm convinced you're the proper person to receive this package. Thanks. You're welcome, Miss Linda May. But I'm not. The seal has been broken on this letter to the president. How did that happen? It was necessary. Hmm. Put these papers in my bag and... Now put up your hands. In the face of your gun, there's nothing else I can do. And I'll use it, too, if you try to lower your hands. I don't doubt it. Thought you were clever, didn't you? A masked outlaw posing as George Spencer. I've only tried to help to keep a promise I made to Mr. Spencer. That's a lie. If George had sent you here, you would have called me by my right name. For your information, it's Faith Merrill. Linda May is the name of the boat we're on. Well, that's a natural mistake, but I'm sorry I made it. I knew something was wrong the minute I saw you wearing a mask. None of the agents in our department ever use that kind of a disguise. Then you two are a special agent of the government in Washington? Certainly. Where's George Spencer? He's, uh, he's dead. That's true. You killed him. No. I'm sure Spencer was murdered in Willow Landing last night by some of the men mentioned in those affidavits. Jesse Flynn or Art Dixon. They have a freighting company in Willow Landing. Yes, I know. They must have heard my whistle and your answer just before I came aboard. They were the men who were shooting at me. We'll find out the truth when Captain Wilkes lands at Jackson's Cove. I'll see the sheriff there. Lennon Dixon will be waiting at Jackson's Cove. That's the last thing Captain Wilkes should do if you intend to reach Washington with those papers. Naturally, you'd say that. Grab him, Jack. He's an outlaw. Sure, I'm, I'm sorry, Faith. I'll have to take that gun. Oh, what, what happened? Uh, Miss Merrill forgot there was a mirror hanging on the wall behind her. I, I saw you opening the door behind my back. Well, we're both disarmed. I, I suppose you want the packet now. 
The government will pay you for it, pay you well. The only thing I'm interested in is seeing you safely on your way to Washington. Why, I, I believe you really mean that. I do. But you're an outlaw. You must Quick, be. Quick, Jack. Go to the wheelhouse and tell Captain Wilkes not to put in at the next landing. That won't cut any ice for the old man. He's boiling mad. Got a gun in one hand and steering with the other. You hired this boat, didn't you, Faith? Yes. It was the only way I could meet George Spencer secretly. He knew he was being followed. I suppose you planned on taking a stage at Jackson's Cove. That's right. The reason Captain Wilkes agreed to take a passenger and wait at Willow Landing was because he's shipping a cargo of lumber to Jackson's Cove anyway. I see. We must be nearing the cove now. That whistle means he's heading for shore. They've got to keep him in mid-channel some way. You have a mallet and some large spikes in the engine room. Yeah, I guess so. Now you stay here, Faith. Come on, Jack. Here. Here are the spikes and the mallet. I don't see how you're going to steer a boat with those. I'm not. The idea is to keep Captain Wilkes from steering. Aren't those the rudder chains running along that bulkhead up there? Yeah, they're spliced on the cable from the steering wheel. It's something like a winch. I know. Uh, give me a lift, Hunter. I want to reach the chain. You mean you're going to nail the steering chains to the bulkhead? At least till we pass Jackson's Cove. Well, I'll be... Wait till the old man finds out about that. He'll scream Better so loud... Than the four of us putting in there and trying to stand off ten or twelve armed outlaws. He must have just found it out. As soon as he realizes he can't steer the boat either way, he'll be down here. Otto, uh-huh. go up on deck. We're abreast of Jackson's Cove. See if there's any sign of Finn or his gang on the landing. Uh, me do it. You know, I still can't believe this. A masked gent like you bringing those papers to Faith Merrill and... Jack! Mr. Lacey! Aye, aye, sir! Mid-channel. We're sliding by the cove, and I got a contract to unload this cargo lumber there. I, I don't... I mean, this gent in the mask here, he spiked the steering chains. Oh, say... That's right, Captain Wilkes. It would be suicide for Miss Merrill to land at Jackson's Cove. She's carrying some important government papers I that must be... I don't care who she is or what she's doing, are you either? Linda May is my boat, and this is piracy. I'll have the law on all of you for this. Who's the shipper of the cargo you have on board, Captain? Jesse Flynn, the man you were shooting at back in Willow Landing. Oh, I never should have let that girl talk me into taking a passenger. Now I'll... Oh. What's wrong, Cutter? Outlaw fellas. Me see him on land. That's all right. We're not putting in there. Thirty years and all the shipping on this river and now... You not understand. Uh, Cook's got boat big as this one. Them followers. You mean they've got another... Can we don't just put off from shore. There are a lot of men on deck. Come on, Cutter. And... You see him? Yes. Evidently, Mr. Flynn intends to overtake us at any cost. That's Jesse Flynn himself. Yeah, they're on the River Queen, Captain. She can do ten knots better than Linda May. Is that true, Captain? Is that boat faster than this one? Well, the Queen's got a bigger baller than the Linda May. Look and... at the smoke come out of her stacks. She's burning pine knots and turpentine. I'm the cause of all this. Hello. Maybe if I... Go back in the engine room. Pull those spikes out of the steering chain. Go up to the wheelhouse, Captain. We'll have to make a run for it. Listen, nobody but me gives orders on the Linda May, and I'll be doggone to find one Wait a minute. Cannon, look, Captain. They've got a brass five-pounder on the bow. How about it, Captain? Wouldn't you rather make a run for it than be sunk? By Juniper, that Jesse Flynn is the dirtiest river scum. Good, take the wheel. 
How do we help Jack stoke the boiler? I'll carry cordwood. Sure, we'll show him. Give me every ounce of steam she's got, Jack. Aye, sir. Isn't there something I can do? Yes, you can help carry wood. They'll need plenty of it. Come on, you'll be safer on the other side. You'd better go below. Those bulkheads will hold for a while. I'm going to see the captain. How's it going, Captain? Well, I think we're holding our own now. Flynn's river rats and his gunslingers ain't gaining on us. Not much anyway. Where's the nearest place we can land? Hartville, five miles downriver. Flynn wouldn't dare to run us down anywhere near there. Five miles is a long way. We can dodge his cannon, and then we might be able to... Uh, what the... What was that? Uh, boiler plate, I think. Jack must have fired a too heavy... Captain, and... Captain Wilson. One of the plates of the boiler blew loose. Oh, that's what I figured. Well, we're dead ducks now. Oh, it's not all gone, Captain. You still hold her at half speed, maybe three quarters. Oh, that won't do any good. Go back to the boiler, Jack. Do whatever you can. Sure, anything's better than loose that scum fling. Captain, how long have you sailed this river? Thirty odd years. But now you it know looks every like... inlet, every jetty, every bar and cove, well, don't like you? the palm of my hand. Isn't there some inlet along here you could head into and hide? They're all too shallow. Don't forget that I'm carrying a cargo oh, wait, wait a What's the draft of this boat? About 18 inches, loaded like she is. Do you know the draft of the River Queen, Flynn's boat? Sure I do. It's 20 inches. Why? Captain, this lumber cargo belongs to Flynn. Suppose we throw it overboard. What would the draft of the Linda May be then? About an even foot, I guess, riding high that way. Good. Now try to keep Flynn on your starboard side, so he can't see Tonto and I when we start to throw his lumber overboard. What do you mean? And when I signal you, steer for the nearest shallow inlet. Understand? Why, sure. Sure I do. Good. Hello. Come on. We're going to cut lashings and throw every bit of cargo overboard. Hurry, man. Hold it now, Captain Wilkes. Light as a feather. I'm heading for Larboard. He's heading for shore. He's an overwheel party. How did we ride over a sandbar and you hit it? Good, it worked. They've hit a sandbar. Everything's gone. What happened? We threw our cargo, or rather, Mr. Flynn's cargo, overboard. That cut our draft from 18 to 12 inches. I don't understand. <laughs> Means we sailed right over a sandbar that grounded him. Oh, that's wonderful. But this narrow river or creek we're on now, how will we ever get back to... The Missouri? I'll just leave that to Captain Wilkes. He says that this is a sort of a shoreline canal. We'll be back on the river in less than 30 minutes. Thank heaven. You'll be assured, Hartville, where you can board a stage going east before the day's over. It seems too good to be true. I thought we'd either be killed or sunk or captured well, That's or... all over. The only problem now is for the sheriff's posse to get aboard the River Queen and arrest Flynn Dixon and their gang. I'm sure it'll be done in short order. Flynn has no other way to get ashore. Well, adios. Come on, Toto. Uh -huh. Well, here you are, Miss Merrill. Safe and sound in Hartville. It's hard to believe. I don't know how I'll ever thank you and Captain Wilson. Oh, Wilkes Thunderation, and... don't thank us. It was that mass gent and his Indian pod that did everything. That's right. You all helped. And although I can't speak officially, I'm sure the United States government is as grateful as I am. I'm going to tell the president everything that happened. The only trouble is I don't know his name. The man in the mask. Well, none of us do. He just appeared real sudden like this morning at Willow Landing. He and the Indian disappeared here as soon as I tied up. 
Said he was going to tell the sheriff about Jesse Flynn and Art Dixon. If there was only some way I could at least say goodbye. Oh, I know. What are you going to do? Listen. you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.